0: This is Storybeat, Storytellers on Storytelling. Storybeat explores how artists and creators of all kinds craft their stories. So join us as we reveal how master storytellers develop and build brilliant stories that people the world over love and adore. Thanks for joining us on Storybeat. I'm Steve Cuton, coming to you from the Center for Media Innovation on the campus of Point Park University in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. My guest today, Javier Grijeda, may be familiar to you because he's a very talented actor who shows up regularly on TV and in films. Javier received both a B.A. and M.F.A. in theater arts at the University of Southern California, where he studied under the tutelage of such luminaries as Mary Carver, Stephen Book, and the legendary Oscar-winning actor-producer John Houseman. Not long after leaving USC, Javier earned his SAG card while working on Francis Ford Coppola's One from the Heart. That afforded him the chance to work with such great actors as Raul Julia, Terry Garr, Frederick Forrest, Nastassia Kinski... Harry Dean Stanton, and Laney Kazan. Among Javier's accomplishments, he performed in the national tour of the musical Lunch, as well as with the world-famous Long Beach Opera Company, and the Bilingual Foundation of the Arts under the leadership of Carmen Zapata. Additionally, he honed his comedy chops in improv and sketch comedy at the Acme Theater in Hollywood, where he also developed his writing skills. Javier has performed stand-up comedy at the world-famous Comedy Store and the Improv in Hollywood. You may have seen Javier on TV, guest-starring on such popular TV shows as Star Trek Voyager, CSI Miami, NCIS, Grey's Anatomy, Halt and Catch Fire, Alias, and Mind Games. On the big screen, he's tackled roles in the Matthew McConaughey crime drama The Lincoln Lawyer and the dramatic adaptation of The Rum Diary, starring Johnny Depp. But the project that has brought him the most recognition came when he landed the role of drug lord Juan Bolsa on Vince Gilligan's hit AMC show, Breaking Bad, where he got to order the beheading of Danny Trejo. He's come full circle by reprising the very same role in Better Call Saul. It is truly a great treat for me to have Javier on Storybeat because he and I happen to be old friends and colleagues, having attended USC at the same time more years ago than I'm sure either of us care to own up to. Javier, my friend, welcome to Storybeat.
1: Thank you, Steve. Um, it's, uh, it, I, I'm, I'm having fun so far listening <laughs> to all the... Uh, <laughs> You're listening the, to the, the, the world
0: about you. You're listening to all about you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I, you know, it, it's like uh, you know, uh, music to an actor's ears, uh, hearing about himself. But um, how are you, Steve?
0: I'm outstanding. So let's let's get into a little bit about the process of what you do as an actor and writer and performer. What? Where did you start all this? Where did? What was your earliest inspirations and influences? What was your first creative love?
1: Um, well. It's it started actually when I was in the fourth grade. Uh, I mean, I was always, you know, making jokes and stuff when I was a kid. Uh, I remember that you hear that a lot from old, you hear that a lot from other performers. Say, you know, I remember I was a class clown. I was this and that. But I remember I used to like to tell jokes, and I was even when I was a little kid. And uh, so it kind of all started back then in fourth grade. They we were doing they were doing this uh, health this little health. Play and and I was, I was uh, I was a passenger on the train to Egg Island, and my Egg my Island, first, Egg Island. Yes, my very first line was, "Take me to Egg Island, if you will, because eggs will make you grow stronger still." And uh, <laughs> that was that was the beginning. What uh, what, what,
0: no, what a memory you have that you remember your very first line ever.
1: Well, I, I can't remember what I had for lunch yesterday, but yeah, I, I remember my first line um, and. So, uh, through, through uh, elementary school, you know, there was, uh, there was a, a musical influence with, with a, a bunch of friends. We had a little band. And then in high school, uh, I, I, uh, I did a musical. Uh, we were, it was a Catholic boys' high school, and uh, our senior project was Fiddler on the Roof. So you had a bunch of uh, Latino kids. Uh, you know, from from the hood, uh, you know, doing Fiddler on the Roof. I got the, I played the role of Tevia and uh, that's the lead, is it, it not? It, that is the lead, and you know what? To this day, that is one of my favorite roles. Uh, uh, although, you know, be, being uh, you know on Vince on a Vince Gilligan set is pretty good too. But uh, it, and that's kind of started the ball rolling. Really, uh, when I made the decision to uh, do it uh, professionally, I, I went to USC. Uh after my senior year in high school, I went right into SC and got my BA and MFA in in uh, theater arts. So you, that, em-
0: Emphasizing acting, obviously.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. So you've uh, been
0: acting since well, you were what, seven or eight years old?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, professionally, you know, maybe 40, 35, 40 years. Uh, and i'm 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 happy to say i haven't had a day job in, in like 35 years no i you uh, you're, so.
0: you're you're one of those uh rare birds who's managed to have a really good career um being an actor of of, of doing all sorts of different things
1: yeah yeah it, it uh it has been quite a ride. Who
0: who would <laughs> you say your who would you say your acting heroes are? Who who do you look up to and say, "Wow, I wish I could be more like that," or I, I I'm inspired by someone. Who who would that be?
1: Um, well, gosh, uh, th- th- there's a few. Um, I, when I I was very very much, uh, especially in high school, uh, you know the iconic uh, Marlon Brando in, in The Godfather. I, you know, I remember seeing that movie and that's still to date one of my favorite movies. Uh, and just uh, you know being blown away by by his performance. Uh, and Al Pacino in Serpico of, of, of all, you know, of, of all movies well, you Now o- I'm dating myself.
0: Awfully good movie. No, you're not you know Al Pacino in Serpico is an awful good marker to to head for
1: yeah, I, I remember uh, uh, wanting to just you know emulate him and uh, you know be Al Pacino and or, or yeah uh, and I even even you know I I think we've all been through our uh, had our our vices over the years and you know in college uh, being in the in, in the department with everybody uh, you know we, we we all used to smoke uh, and I started I switched brands uh, of cigarettes because I thought. You know what? I bet that's what Al Pacino smokes. So I switched to Pall Mall, uh, Pall Mall unfiltered cigarettes. Goodness, uh, and and, uh, yes, I know. uh,
0: I'm pleased uh, to say uh, not all uh, not all of us smoked, Javier.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, uh, know, the tough guys did. You know.
0: did uh, did you did you think that and, and it's it's a legitimate question? Did you think that smoking made you look a certain way that hel- helped in terms of being an actor? That there's something cool about it?
1: You know what? It, no, not not really. I, I I I started smoking because we were doing a play at SC uh, Detective Story, and uh, I remember the uh, the director. Uh, he said everybody smokes in the 40s everybody if you don't know how to smoke learn how to smoke you know <laughs> and you know and so I, I i bought a pack of the of the lightest cigarettes i could find cuz I, I i really didn't smoke uh, and i didn't want to fake it i didn't want to just you know you know take, take take a drag and just blow it out cuz it really looks fake i was already into the authenticity of the character at that uh, you know even at that age so uh, but i so i had to learn how to smoke for a play and that's kind of how i just it, it's picked up the habit but no it wasn't you know because i thought i looked cool it, 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 it just uh just became a habit all right so and you, it, play- you know it, it you know everybody hung out in in backstage too and you know. Which was that's a whole nother that's a whole nother world too. We used to smoke in class. I don't know if you remember that back then. Well, uh, yeah, people but, would smoke in class, of
0: course, because there were no laws against it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, all right. So you you've been at this for, as we've said, quite a few years. At what mm-hmm. point in your training or your doing it as a professional? At what point did you think to yourself, "Yeah, I'm pretty good at this, and I'm going to make a career out of this"? At what juncture did you think that to yourself?
1: um probably you know after after my undergrad years um because I was you know I I came off the high of you know from high school of, of playing tevia and I you know I I got an award you know the the uh, the mayor's there was a mayor's award you know in LA for for schools and stuff and I got the best actor award. Boy, was I, boy, was I good, you know. And then you get into, I got into, I got into school and you realize that uh, there's a lot more to acting than just, uh, you know, watching, watching the movie Fiddler on the Roof 10, 15 times and just trying, and, and, you know, and, and, uh, and, and be hopeful, you know, hopeful okay and,
0: so, so that's that's a, that's a good place to ask what is what is it about acting that there's more of that you needed to learn what can our listeners learn from you in terms of what more what is it about acting and what does it take what kind of thinking does it take
1: well it's it, I started learning uh, that uh, you have to you have to put yourself uh or you have to tell the story as part of another story the character you're playing in whatever piece of whether it's a play a movie uh television show you you have to see where you fit in the story and uh and you know i, I had a i mean it was kind of a, an awakening wow i, I uh, I, I, all I'm doing in this TV show is delivering a cup of coffee to the guy at the, at the front desk. I can't break down into tears and do this dramatic performance. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you, you know, the what did they say? What was that? You have to, the ouch has to fit the pinch or whatever. I've um, never heard that and, phrase.
0: That's interesting. The ouch has to fit the pinch. So in other words, you right. can't overact so, it and you can't underact it. You have to, it has to fit exactly what's happening.
1: Right. Uh, and, uh, so it was uh, it, it was the, and, and also developing a process of, of working, of, of rehearsing, of looking looking at the material and see and seeing, you know, and this is all act basic acting 101, but sometimes you have to go back to the basics, you know what the, where the character came from, what he's doing in the scene, and what happens afterwards. Uh, you know, you're not going to see what happened before and after, but it's going to it's going to tell you intellectually, emotionally, uh, you know, what how to play the scene, you know, in, in, at the in the moment, to, to use another uh, actory term. Um,
0: well, being and, in the moment uh, is extremely important for actors, is it not?
1: It, it is, uh, and and so the thing is, it's it, it's not. Uh, for me I, I have to I have to take material and really you know analyze it and uh, when that moment comes you know even though you've rehearsed you know you can even rehearse for, for myself uh, I, I rehearse the emotional arc of the character some, some actors work very in, you know instinctively and, and they just things happen you know uh, they let things happen. They think uh, I need. I need to know exactly where it's going, uh, but then you let it go. Once, once, once you. It's like an athlete. Once, once the body has learned how to do the jump or the plie or the you know throw the throw the ball, throw the pass. Then you you know, the body just takes over, uh, and and so you wind up, you know, being in the moment, and and I'm just speaking for myself personally, even though I really had to work. To make it look like I'm in the moment, uh, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, it it, uh, it does. You really have to you have to make an effort to make it look natural and like it's happening right this moment. I assume that the ideal for you is those moments. And as I understand from you know talking to lots of actors and 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 listening to a lot of um, interviews with people that. Uh, actors really live for the moment where they feel like they really are in the moment, that they're not acting the moment, that they feel like they are in the moment. Hey, do you have those moments?
1: Well, yeah. It, it, uh, and for me, it happens more, uh, it, it would happen more in when I was doing theater. Uh, because, I mean, I just I love the rehearsal process. Uh, and so all you know, all, all the rehearsal, all the 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 analysis, uh, all that is put into you know is put into the bucket, uh, and and then you know when the play opens, when when you start performing, you just things start you know it, it, it's this it's this phenomenon. I don't know how how, how else to explain it, but. It, it just it's in your body. It's in your it's in your you know soul for lack of a better you know uh, word. And yeah, things start to happen. you, know, you even though you're saying the same words, you're doing the same. You know, it, it, it's it's always different, and you always there's always discovery, which is which is really exciting.
0: Well, I'm asking you to do something that I know is particularly difficult, and that is to explain this mysterious process that you go through, um, and that it's not easy to explain at all. In fact, in in most cases, it's really not explicable. It's something that you just experience. Um, and, and so I, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to you for even Trying to figure that out because I don't think too many people are able to express the, the exactly what happens to you. It is difficult. Um, tell tell us a little bit about your life as an actor in Hollywood. Tell us about your day. How what what do you typically experience? I know you have days where you're on auditions and you have days when you're not. How do you how how do you work your days?
1: Um. Well, uh, it, it's and. The, is, this is something I'm just going to throw out there for for other actors who are maybe in the same uh, you know, at, at the same point in their careers, or, or you know, or who are more, uh, you know, I, I, yeah. I, I don't work every day, as you said, and I usually I like to stay in shape. So you know, I get I get the newspaper and I'll read out loud for you know that's the first thing i'll do in the morning i'll have a cup of coffee or whatever or tea and uh you know get the cobwebs out of my head and i will read out loud for about half an hour because wow. i also you know i also aud- audition for voiceover for a lot of voiceover stuff which has been uh a big part of 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 my of my days in the last four four years um but it just you know, it, it it just kind of opens you up. It kind of warms you up, even just personally for the day. Uh, and I will usually have, um, uh, if I don't have any auditions, uh, I will go to the Jane to the Jamesnasium. It's a joke. I have the Jamesnasium to the Jamesnasium. Yeah, it's a fan- it's fancier than the gymnasium.
0: I've I've, I go to I've got James- to get myself a membership. <laughs>
1: And, or I'll go to the gym and, and you know, uh, work out. And I'll use, then I'll usually have some, some uh, uh, voiceover auditions, which now with, with, you know, with all the, uh, you know, all the digital, you know, all the digital media stuff uh, and computers and blah, 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 I, I record five or six auditions uh, from, my, from my home, and I send them in. I, send, I turn them into MP3 files, and I send it to my agent. I don't even have to leave the house.
0: These are all voiceover, voiceover these auditions. These are
1: all voiceover auditions. And then if I have an audition, then, of course, I will, you know, go through the, this process that we sort of touched on uh, a couple of minutes ago. I, I will look, and I usually have a day or two to to prepare. Uh, and uh, so that's basically, you know, how the, how the day goes. And, and, you know, I'll, you know, then I do, of course, all the, 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 the normal stuff that I need to do as a, as just a human being and, you know, get to the bank, get the thing, go to the post office, pick up, the, you know, laundry or whatever. And, uh, uh but it's, it, it's changed over the years because now I have also the focus of, uh, of, of the, of the voice work, which also is very interesting because, you know, you're, you know, you're doing a voice, the voice is like, of a, of a, <laughs> Of a gnome, I, I did some gnome voices the other day, <laughs> you know. But they're, but they're really big, powerful gnomes. So, but you're still you again you're telling you're telling the story of this gnome in this video game, right? So there there's preparation. So there's 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 all 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 of those tools come in handy when just uh, you know you don't have to memorize any lines or anything because you have the script in front of you. But you have to give a performance that that will potentially get you a job. Well, of course. So, um, uh, so you you you, know,
0: you, you it's can't not, go. It's you can't a very go, Exciting day. You can't go. In, you know, as you as you well know, I have a long experience in in animation writing and and uh, right. have spent some time in the you know in the in the sound stage while they've been recording the voiceover work. And there's no way you can just walk in and wing it. You have to have spent some time preparing.
1: Yeah. Oh. And uh, but you know that can be I mean you you prepare it, and then again, of course you you find you you find uh, uh, periods during the uh, recording where you also even though uh it's it's a different it's a, it's a bit a bit of a different technique because you're you know, you're in front of a microphone, you have a pop screen in front of you and but you're you're jumping around and stuff I mean I don't know if you know I'm sure some of uh, some of your listeners have seen. Have seen little clips of people recording uh, voices for uh, you know for for movies or for animation, and there I mean there it's 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 so much fun too, and it's it's in a in a in a lot of ways it's very freeing too, and you can see that they they they, they get into you know into it with their bodies, uh, you know, watching Robin Williams like do Aladdin was was, was fascinating, you know, uh, and so but you have to you it, it, if you, you know, if you've done the homework and you come in, uh, you, you know, you have to become that, you know, that genie or, or that uh, you know or that fish or that rock. Is but then,
0: would you, you know, would you say how much of your prep time would you say is focused on understanding the meaning of the lines versus trying to understand how to read the lines and how, and put depth into them? Is it what do you spend most of your time on when you're doing that?
1: Well. You, you well first let's see if I can answer try and make this as concise as possible because I sometimes I have a tendency to ramble, Steve. As, 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 as. Ram,
0: ramble on, my friend. Ramble
1: on. Okay. Uh, well, you you get you get the specs for whatever the thing is. You know, uh, a troll who lives in the you know in, in the center of the earth and he's always on fire, so he's very angry all the time. So you get that, right? You get that. You go, okay. So this is this is an angry person, and then they they also give you a sort of a prototype. They say, "And his voice is like, you know, would you a good model would be, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, Bill Paxton? You know, the smarminess of Bill Paxton mixed in with some of the gruffness of, uh, you know, who, whoever else. So you take all that, and then you, you 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 know you look at the the lines of what this, of what this you know troll is, is saying and you know they give you a script a lot of times they'll just give you the, the separate lines or you'll get or you'll get pages of a, of a screenplay or of a teleplay and it's it's just like going in and auditioning for the role that live you 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 you, you know you you see where where the character is in the story uh, why he's you know why he's angry at this point, or why he breaks down and starts sobbing, and or or uh, you know why he, what his intention is to you know to to destroy you know to destroy this town or whatever or whatever it is. So um, you know, uh, so you take it a step at a time. You start with the words. You start with with the description of the character, and uh, and and then you. It's a lot easier, voiceover-wise, because you can do a lot of takes. You can play around with it. You can listen back to it, and then you send them. You send them what you think are your best couple of takes or your best take. Uh, but the the process is pretty much the same, I think. So
0: it doesn't or, matter what the parts are. You're going to go at your preparation similarly in each case. They'll differ.
1: Right. Exactly. Okay. That... You, you've crystallized my thoughts uh, perfectly.
0: Okay. Well. Okay. So, do you do you approach um, when you're working in a feature versus television versus the theater versus voiceover work? Is your approach the same for all four?
1: Yeah, it is. I, because people will ask actors that all the time, and I, I always say, "Well, you know what? the The, uh, the process is the same." Pretty much with, with with anything you with any character you're playing with any within any medium, but the technique is different. What
0: um, what does that mean? Give us an idea what that means. Your technique oh, man, is different.
1: Why, why did you ask me that? I, well, yeah, no. because that's that's um,
0: that's what I'm trying to do and, is to trouble you all day long. <laughs> oh,
1: gosh. All right, you know you're going to make me a better actor, Steve. I'll try. This, this, a, a, well, a lot of this stuff is something that you know it, you know over the years of having. Been doing it over and over that we really stop thinking about. Sure, and, and it's good. And it's good to, to think about it. But uh, technique, uh, for example, stage. Right, you do your homework. You know what the character is doing. You, you know, but you have to be very. You have to be. You have to reach the the, the, the back row to use an old cliche. Uh, so you you have to be. It, it's heightened. It's a heightened reality, where you prepare your character. You do something on film. It's it's so much smaller and more naturalistic. But you but the the same things are still going on emotionally or comedically or whatever with with the character. Uh, so I, I guess that's the best way to explain it. The 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 the, the, the physical technique or the, or the uh, it, it's it, it's. I guess physically, you're, it's a different physicality for each for the for the for each different for for the, each different medium that you're performing in.
0: So, so it's uh, the, part part of it has to do with the. Um, the physic the physical intensity of what you're doing at the same time it's, it, l- it could be as intense from one role to the next depending on whether it's stage or film but there's a there's a level of volume a level of intensity a level of physical movement that is larger or smaller for lack of a better word in, in right. depending upon which of the mediums you're working in
1: Exactly I mean I, so yeah see you've you've made me you've made me think here and so it, it the technical part of it is, is very different
0: Okay. But the,
1: okay. The preparation is is exactly the same.
0: The the textual so. preparation, the acting preparation, the character preparation. Right. Okay. Right. So when when you've been working on um, well let's talk, talk talk about two different kinds of things. When you're working on comedy versus drama. Now when you're working on scripted comedy or drama, your approach to the character is going to be the same approach, though the outcome of what you're doing should have a different effect on the audience. True?
1: Well, hopefully if the writing is good and it's funny, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And and
0: how is that different from improv?
1: Um, Well, improv, of course, is unscripted. Uh, But... For, you know for, for the I guess for the for the layman or for people that, that have, or even for actors who have, who have never done improv or have tried improv it's not just getting up there and like just talking off the top of your head for for a form of, of performance uh, that looks so uh, you know both improvised off the cuff it is probably the most structured form of performing that that you'll I mean, there are so many rules that you have to adhere to. So,
0: give it. Give us a. Give us an idea or two of what you mean by rules.
1: Well, the, the first rule that you learn is never, don't ever deny or say no.
0: Always say yes. Agree. Yes, plus right.
1: Oh yes, always say yes because you know you, you have to further you have to further the scene. If you come into a scene and you say, you know, you, you, I don't know, you, you get a suggestion from the audience that. You're, you know, you're waiting for a train and, you know, the other character walks in and says, well, God, this is weird. We're on Mars, you know, and you're going, well, no, we just just established we're at a train station, you know, in in New York City. You know, that kind of thing. It's where you you can't just start, you know, going off half cocked, willy-nilly or whatever, you know, whatever other. You, you have to adhere to, to the rules of, of improv. So you you have to build on being at the train station, and what the relationship is, uh, where you're going, uh, and then and then of course you know it, it should be funny. So there's there I haven't worked so hard. Uh, I haven't worked more more than I have you know as I as I have in an improv class. Because there is a lot of there's a lot of so much structure to it. Uh, also, you 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 have to there's what they call three line labeling, where if two characters are are in a scene within three lines, you have to know who they are, where they are, and what they're doing. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's it requires it's you, it requires easy, you it's it's to be it's almost easier having a script. It, you know? it
0: it it requires you to be very attentive. Yeah,
1: it, exactly. I mean, listening is. The major, one of the major, you know, rules also of, of uh, because you can also bring that back later on into the scene. If uh, uh, if something has been established, you know, you lock that away, uh, you know, in, in the uh, you know in your in your mental computer, and you can actually use that as the, you know, the uh, the punchline at the end of the you know at the uh, for the blackout, which. You, you you know what the blackout is yes when you finally achieve you achieve you know you, you've gone full circle and you come to the big to the to the crescendo of the scene and you know someone comes up with 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 a funny line that you know ends the scene I,
0: I imagine uh, there's there's no, nothing more uh, about being in the moment than doing improv because it is literally the moment there is nothing that you're anticipating
1: exactly uh, and when everybody is, is, is on, uh, and I hate the expression, but when everybody is on the same page and you know, there's no page really, because it's, it's, it's unscripted, but uh, it, it's, it's amazing to see. You're, it, you're in a zone. It's like it's, you,
0: you get in a flow yeah. together. Yeah.
1: It, it's, it's like, you know, it, it's like jazz musicians, you know, jamming. It, it's, it's an amazing thing to, to watch. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one of the uh, most satisfying uh you know uh, forms of performing when you really when you're everybody's firing on all uh, on all cylinders and you know and of course you forget it you know the next day you're you know you're on something else or, or you're on to the next scene sure uh you know I, i've been in some classes where uh the people have been doing it for years uh the, the people from Dudley Riggs in Minnesota, I think, uh, they, they had a group out here, and they were just an amazing. I mean, they 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 knew each other for years and years, so they were just people would set each other up. They would come in. They had the you know the, the characters would just all and uh, and. Very memorable characters, and I would talk to my friend, to a friend of mine, Michael. Michael McManus who used to be part of this group, and I say, "Remember that scene where you came in and and, and, and the, you know the, the ceiling fell down and you saved everybody's life?" And he's going, "No, I, you know, once it's gone, it's gone. I mean, we, you know, we're on to the next scene." But but that's how memorable so, when things are when when things work the, uh, the, can be in improv. If
0: I if I said to you. Um... For the rest of your career, however long that is, may it be a thousand years, but for however long your career is left, you are only able to do one of these types of things: comedy, drama, TV, film, and so on. What would you choose? What would be your 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 greatest joy?
1: Uh, comedy, comedy, uh, uh, comedy. I I uh, you, you mentioned stand-up uh, from the bio when you're reading the bio. Um, at the top of the, the, the interview and I did it for about five years because I was always afraid of it. I was always afraid of it. And people for years, even in school, when we were, when we were in school together, people would say, yeah, you need to do up comedy, man. You're really funny. You know, uh, ironically, everything I've done on TV and film, has all been, you know, has all been dramatic, but, uh, so I, I was in a workshop. I was in I was at the uh, in, a, in, a, in a sketch group, and some of the teachers that also taught the uh, the comedy writing there were, were stand up comics. And one of the uh, teachers also taught a stand up workshop. And you know, being familiar and knowing knowing this teacher, knowing because she was also a fellow actor uh, in the sketch you know in the sketch company, I said, well, I felt comfortable because I knew her. So I I jumped in. I took this class and. What an eye opener that was! Uh, it's the most fun, most satisfaction I've ever gotten from any type of performing. Uh, I mean, I if I wish I had started doing stand-up comedy in you know in high school. Uh, it it, it that's been really hard
0: work. That's super hard work.
1: Well, you know, the, and what's hard is the writing. And it actually gave me a discipline, and also it gave, it gave me an appreciation for for the writing, because I, I remember being sort of a cocky, you know, young actor, and you know, saying, you know, what's, what's all this about the writing? We writing, 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 blah, blah, blah. They wouldn't be writing it if we weren't going to say it. That's why they're writing it, so they can so they can hear it. Up on it. but you know what? It's about the writing.
0: <laughs> it, it, it is always it, about the writing. Without the writing, well, you can do improv forever, but it's very hard to generate storytelling without somebody writing it and figuring it out. Oh,
1: and, and you know what? Uh, that that changed really fast. Uh, you know, once I started writing, uh, and uh, you know, you know, and over the course of of, of one's career, or one's, uh, you know. Uh, you know, per- per- performance life. You realize that it is. It's it, it's about the story and you know the the words.
0: The uh, the actor, the director, um, uh, must adhere to some kind of discipline and the discipline usually is about whatever the story is and that comes from whoever put it together whether it's the actor the writer the director whoever usually it's a writer and without those three all three are pulling for the same thing the writers creating a world in which the the actor and the director are all pulling toward creating that same world so it's all three sides of one coin exactly. So let, let me, let me ask a couple of questions about, um, Juan Bolsa, which I find fascinating. Um, ah, that, that part is, you speak it mainly in Spanish. There's almost no English, correct?
1: Right. Uh, I, uh there was, there was a scene in Breaking Bad where I, I did speak English with Gus. Uh, and that was the scene where I, I was killed. Uh, but yeah, it, it's all mostly in Spanish. Uh, and this, uh, Spanish was my first language, but uh, in, in in case you. Uh, 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 I do uh, know you're you're,
0: you're, you're a you're a fluently bilingual person, which is always amazing to me.
1: Yeah, it's uh, and it's and it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I used to do a, a routine about being bilingual, and I used to do a bit in my in my standup about <laughs> being bilingual. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, so Juan, yeah, Juan Bolsa speaks Spanish. Is
0: it written in Spanish?
1: It. You know what. No, it's written in English, and then it's translated. Uh, w- when I auditioned for for the role, uh, I, I think they were—I don't know what was going on—but it, it was they needed to get the part cast. Uh, the role needed to be cast very, you know, within the next couple of days, because then they were flying people out to Albuquerque to, to shoot this thing. Uh, so I went in and. So, you know, there was all these other guys that, I, you know, I've seen at, at auditions for, you know, years. Pepe Serena was there and a bunch of other guys that I, you know, you know, you know, that we hit the audition circuit that I see all the time. And I thought, wow, okay, well. So the casting director comes out, hands me like four pages of dialogue, all in English. And she says, could you do these in Spanish? <laughs> <laughs>
0: So he wanted you to be a translator as well as an actor. is that right?
1: Yeah, you know, and I was like, "Really?" She goes, "I know. I'm so sorry. I just they just wrote it. This role is, you know, it's a new role, and we got to." She says, "And just just do your best, and you know, just try and you know, get the essence of the character. You know, he's this and this and this, and you know, he's very you know, okay." Uh, and usually, I I would have. Handed them very politely. I would have handed them. Uh, this was Breaking Bad, right? So this was the show. Uh, uh, and the show, you know, had this, yes, the show had the had this show been, of shows, uh, you know, right? Had this been uh, something a uh, different situation, I would have politely handed back the pages to the casting director and said, you know, get them to me when you have them translated. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I, I don't tra-. well because you know you you also you also have to you know, capture the what the writer is trying to convey uh, in, in the translation. And, you know, that's not easy to, to do off the cuff. You know? uh, but anyway... No, I, no I did it's not it, easy and, at
0: all. In fact, it's a, you're, the difference between a translation and a transliteration are two different things. A really exactly. good translator captures that tone and essence and meaning and all the rest of it. A transliteration can be very clunky.
1: Right. And so, but I... Yeah, you know, I I, uh, I went in. You know, I was a trooper, and I, I'm glad I was because I got the role. Sure. And, um And so that was. And. Uh, you showed them. So, you showed
0: them something that I think is very important for people starting out in the business to understand. You were willing to flex with the moment, and you were willing to do what needed to be done, as opposed to complaining that you weren't capable. You you just made it happen.
1: Right, and. Had had this been twenty years ago, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if, if if it would have happened. Would it have flipped uh, you out it,
0: twenty years ago? Would uh, it have made you crazy?
1: Uh, it, it would have made me crazy because also, you know what? My Spanish has gotten uh, my Spanish. You know, even though I, I I I spoke Spanish as a kid, that was my first language. As I got in school and everything, you know, you start yeah, you, know, you, you start you start behaving and not behaving, but you start. Uh, you know, functioning in English, and uh, you know, my my dad had a really thick accent, and uh, you know, my mom was born in Texas, so she was she spoke she spoke English, but my dad was bilingual too, but he was you know he had you yeah, know very very pronounced accent, and and of course you know the second generation is you know you you start learning stuff and you you know so anyway my Spanish got really bad. Uh, once I got into, into elementary school and through high school, it was because I just never practiced it. It was it was really it was really poor. So you know, and, and then as I started working more and realized that you know I, I, I really need to you know stay on top of this and, and, and uh, you know work at it because I, I started doing a lot of commercials in Spanish and uh, uh, I so I, I got I I start I do I do that also with Spanish. I will go online or something and can go to a Spanish website and just practice. So, so do, you, do you think in
0: Spanish when you're doing one bolsa? Do you think in Spanish or do you think in English and you're translating in your head?
1: You know, once once I've learned it in Spanish, I, 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 I don't even, you know, uh, it, it just, you know, they're, they're, we're back to being in the moment, it just being in the moment. And, you know, it, it just, it's there, you know. Uh, it, it's... Uh, Well, that's why you come off so. No, I don't. I don't think in Spanish. I just. I don't. I I think is the character. You. you, you
0: That's interesting. You think is the character. I mean, and you. You. It comes off. I just uh, uh, watched the the most recent episode you did on. better call Saul and you come off as incredibly natural as if you have never spoken a word of English in your whole life and it's like that's your that's completely who you are and that I think that's a testament to exactly what you're talking about that you are right. thinking as the character
1: yeah well you know you know Steve it's like you like you said they said in that old joke that's acting <laughs> that's acting yes that's acting <laughs> okay so
0: so I'm curious over the years surely you've seen um, at least one or two or more um, things in your life that you would call odd or weird or odd rehearsal preparation or whatever in some strange stuff with actors, share with us something that you think is a funny experience you've had with with actors or acting over time. Uh, something, something offbeat.
1: Something... Um... I, were, I don't know if this is, I mean, is off the top of my head, uh, that I was working on a play, and this was actually when I was at the the Bilingual Foundation of the Arts, uh, and there was one actress who I, I I guess studied method, and and you know, it was, well, uh, after I, I, I give you the uh, the the example, uh, there's, there's there's an addendum. Um, but she was very, you know, organic and very, and there's nothing wrong with being organic and, and trying to, you know, use sense memory, which is method, which is you know the the method, right, where you where you actually become the character and experience everything that the character is experiencing, and you bring that on stage with you. And so she, she was supposed to get very upset and 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 uh, and you know break into tears. Well, it, it she would sit in a corner this actress uh lovely lovely person by the way but, but this is how she this was her this was her process uh she sat in the corner uh the whole first act because she didn't come out till the second act and she would literally just start to shake <laughs> and just work herself up into this into this this, this, this emotional state of where you know you, you You'd walk by and and you know you'd say okay are you you're all (laughs) you and she would like she would she would work herself up into this I mean it looked painful (laughs) and it was just I just felt like you know it's like it's like the classic line of you know Dustin Hoffman in Marathon Man you go why don't you just pretend you know. Uh, you know, to Dustin Hoffman, who, who who you know who stayed up all night because he had been running and this and that, and they finally capture him, and then, uh, you know he he's he's uh, he's captured by you know uh, uh, Lawrence Olivier, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you know he had he hadn't taken a shower for like three days and stuff because the character had been, to, you know, and and you know and, and uh, I guess he kept going up on his lines and stuff, and he was because well, I'm trying to reach the, the emotional peak of, you know the fear. and He says, my good man. Why
0: don't you just act? Oh well, that was yeah. <laughs> that was the uh, the well known difference, major difference between Olivier and so many of his contemporaries is that mm-hmm. he worked from the outside in. If you gave him the right shoes and the right clothes and you put the right hair right. on him, he he got into the character, as opposed to mm-hmm. working from the inside out, which is mostly the the method and actor studio and so on. Right. Um, so and uh,
1: I mean, and, and and just to touch on that, just because it, it could the idea popped in my head uh, from what you just said, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, or a lot of actors who, you know, are, you know, they want to be pure. And they want to, you know, if, if, if you have to work from the outside in, that's okay. Uh, I, I, there's been, there's been roles that I've, I've, uh, you know, and this is, this is, this, this is in theater or, or in scene work that we've been, where you, you know, where you, where you, uh, work out uh, and play characters you probably normally wouldn't play in television, uh, where I've I've you know used the am, animal imagery which is totally working from the outside in, where where you become the animal that you think this character would be, and you know you pick up traits and characteristics and stuff and and that also feeds you and uh, you know you I mean you 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 know you don't come on and start you know acting like a bear but. But if if, the, if this character, you know, if the bear, if the bear image, where you you know, you you, you actually do it as an exercise, you 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 walk around like a bear, you know, you you know, you know, hopefully you know somebody somebody has an oboe somewhere, and you know you have all this, you get the music that you always hear, you know, when you when you see those uh, uh, nature shows, and a bear is walking around. There's always an oboe. I don't know why the, the, <laughs> the bear has gotten the oboe. <laughs> those, are, those are
0: known as the Hollywood rules.
1: <laughs> right, but but the, the, that image will, will will actually feed you and help you, and and you know eventually you you come up with you know whatever the you know like 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 the troll or the thug. You're playing some big thug or something, or you're playing a, a really you know sloppy guy or a big clumsy something. That that will actually, and I, I see no I see no problem with working from the outside in. Uh, you know, I studied with a teacher that I think you know, uh, Stephen Book. Sure. Uh, and he, his, that whole technique is an improvisational technique, uh, but it, it's, it's working from the outside in, you know. Uh,
0: I think it's a testament to your professionalism that you are able to do both and that you're not locked into one thing so badly that you are unable to do certain things. It enables you to be flexible.
1: I mean, at a certain point, you have to, you know, you have to, you have to take what you've learned and, you know, to, to use another, you know, uh, cliche. And, you know, you look in the toolbox and you go, well, here, I'm going to need this tool for this, you know. And, uh, uh, I, you know, I, I still use a lot of his, his, his rehearsal techniques, which are, which are great when, when I get stuck mm-hmm. on something. You know, what's
0: what's the that, most challenging set experience you've ever had where you worked your way out of a problem?
1: Um, you know, um, you,
0: you've had no challenging set experiences.
1: Well, yeah, I did. You know what? There, there there was, there, there was, there was, there was a couple times. There was one time where I was playing a detective, and uh, there was a lot of technical speak. About forensics and this and that, and, mm-hmm. stuff. and I was just having the hardest time remembering the sequences what this and that and it was uh, and, and you know that happens that just that just that just happens sometimes uh and and uh, it, it just so I was uh, I mean I, I got through it uh, and I don't remember if it was i I think I just I just you know, looked at the script a whole bunch of times, but just try to remember, okay, and and just try to use like mnemonic device, you know, some kind of mnemonic thing, so I would remember the sequence of you know of, of all this technical jargon that I had that I had to tell this guy. Uh, but the, the the on the downside, because I was thinking about that, and uh, I, I you know I think I think the acting suffered. I mean, it, it wasn't a major, you know, it wasn't a career-making or breaking role, uh, in the sense that you're know, going, this guy sucks, this guy's terrible, but you know, uh, and you know, and they cut it, you know, they they edited it and stuff, and it, you know, and it was fine. It's because but you it, were, you, I, were I was, you were concentrating you were
0: concentrating on the on the lines instead of being in that proverbial moment he, that we've talked
1: about. Instead of being in the moment, exactly, and and you know that's. That, that's that's another thing uh, I, I can I can actually impart from experience is if you can if you can you know develop the skill to, to memorize and, and you can and you can develop it uh, i've 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 been you know I, I always you know, I always poo-pooed memorizing something for an audition. You know, and you know, I've had a modicum of uh, success over the years. Uh, where I, I, just, I never memorized anything for for an audition. Uh, uh, and when I real, when when I started taking Stephen Book's class, that I mean, that was his whole thing. He says you, you get just get rid of the words. Make just make sure the words are in your body and your in your head, and you don't have to worry about them. And like you said, then then you can be in the moment. Uh, and so, other thing that I do too is I'll, I'll take little chunks of uh, from 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 screenplays that I have or old scripts, and just just practice memorizing three or four lines, just to get and, and and get them out. Because from working, which I've I've discovered, if you're if you if you're working on something, you can't, you know, like like something on Breaking Bad, you know, like working, like you know, like. Brian Cranston on Breaking Bad. Uh, he's he's he's, he's an, actually an old old friend, and he you know he I, I said uh, how you know when you get the scripts he goes well I, you know I get them overnight I read them overnight stuff he says but he says I just you, you got you have to go you you cannot retain the whole script or the whole day of of shooting he says there's no way you can do it he says you so and and I and I watched all these actors on the set you know. There, You know, during makeup, there they have the script. on camera, oh, <laughs> you know, everything, everything is there. So it, it also that also it, you know you develop that too over 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 time and just from experience and over years. Where uh, I still have, you know, because I'm not working all the time. I it still I, I get nervous. I still get nervous when I you know when I you know. Especially if it's if it's a lot of stuff that I have to uh, you know a lot of words. Um, not as much anymore, but it's still it, it can be it, it can be daunting sometimes. What do you
0: do to overcome the nerves?
1: Um, well I, I i have to I have to just try and you know breathe and relax and, and know that you know I I got the job for a reason. You know I already have the job. That's right. I'm a professional and. They wouldn't have cast me if they didn't think I, I could do this. So that that's sort of, you know, uh, it's the whole mind game that, that, that I play with myself. Not so much anymore, you know. Um, and also, you also get a lot of shots at it, especially on a TV show or movie, because, you know, they do all the different angles. They they do all the different cuts to, you know, all the close-ups and this and that. So you, you, you actually... You, you get you get more you ease into it, you get more comfortable as each take you know, as they do each take. Uh but you no, know, I, I I don't suggest going there not, not, not knowing. Not knowing your words. No. <laughs> you know, no,
0: there there are uh, very few people that have uh you know, perfect memories. I think it was uh, Robert Mitchum who was notorious for having a photographic memory and he'd uh, literally geez. look at a page and just go do it without having really spent any time. Uh, but that's pretty rare. Well, we've been yeah. uh, we've had a real treat here today. We've been uh, chatting on Story Beat with Javier Grejeda, one of the um, great working actors in Hollywood and somebody you've probably recognized mainly from Breaking Bad but many other shows. Um, as we wrap up today's uh, episode, Javier, I'm wondering if you have one solid piece of advice or a tip that you would uh, lend to our Listeners as to something that would help them with their career or their or the business of being an actor something that would be of use. Uh,
1: yeah, my responsibility of, of these of these uh, up and coming performers uh, <laughs> is in my hands. No, uh, it's my responsibility. It's all your now fault. Now. <laughs> uh, I guess maybe a couple things. Uh, try and. Conquer the fear of trying something different. Uh, in terms of act, in terms of acting or your preparation, uh, you know, uh, when you're when you're uh, preparing for a role, uh, don't be afraid to to try things in rehearsal, even if it's for even if it's for you know two three four lines and something, uh, it, it, you know like the rehearsal techniques I was talking about from Stephen book. Um, there's this one thing that I always, that I always use, which helps me when, when, you know, when things start to feel stale, when you're reading the lines and you're going, "Uh Oh, I've fallen into a rut. Uh, there's a, there's a exercise where he, he would have you sing the lines as if you're doing, you know, the, uh, the act one number, you know, the, the the number, you know, at the end of act one in a musical. And just, and you know what, it's, it's amazing what that does. And, and, I, and I can't explain what it does, but you do this, it kind of, it, 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 it gives you freedom. You know, you sing the lines, you know, I'm going to give you a cup of coffee. How can I help you, sir? You know, whatever it is. You just sing it out like you're doing a Broadway oh. musical, and then, and then forget about it, and then you just just do it, and somehow that feeds you, and that gives you, and and it's amazing because we would do it in class, and it just, you know, the different sort of colors and like nuance that would happen with, with just doing that. Uh, I mean, you know, that's something that I do when I'm stuck, and also. If you, if you if you feel that you have a knack for writing or if, if, it, if it interests you uh, by all means explore that because in the end I mean I, you know like I, I was talking about earlier about you know stand-up comedy uh, and a lot of stand-ups have now you know become writers on, on staff writers on TV shows and stuff like that uh, you know you, you you can actually have control. That's one instance where you can have control uh, to a certain extent, or, or more extent than, than an actor does uh, on uh, you know on your work. If you if you learn how to write, maybe write for yourself, write your own material, write a screenplay, write a you know write a play, write a show or something. Uh, and so, it, and like I said, it taught me uh, more about you know uh, acting too, uh, just knowing. You know, just knowing the, uh, the, the, the sort of the journey of, of, of writing, of creating something, and putting it on paper. Um, and uh, let's see if there's maybe there's one more thing, and then I'll shut up. All right, and then uh, let you let you go on with your day, Steve.
0: Thank you for
1: um, here. <laughs> uh, To prepare, you know, be prepared. I, I know this is this is not the, the you, know, uh, you know this isn't a big you know gem of wisdom but you know be be prepared uh, and uh, you know what and this is something I did for for, uh, for Juan Bolsa uh, I, I went in before I went when, before we shot and you know I did all the preparation you know where's the character what's he doing why's he in allow you know all the all the, all the acting stuff but I rehearsed it four different ways. Uh, and, you know, the, here again, some actors will go, no, you have to be in the moment, how can you do But I'm glad I did, because the director, uh, we did like five or six takes, and each one of the, each, and what I mean by rehearsing it in different ways is uh, rehearsing it, say, with a, with maybe a different emotional color uh, then rehearsing it, maybe where where the anger came out of something else, no more frustration, because it was a confrontation scene that that we shot, uh, and uh, or you know where it was more of a you know a warning, you know. So I I I, I did I did the preparation uh, with uh, with you know giving the character four different goals in the scene. You know, you, you using the same dialogue, and each take we did, all that, all those, it all paid off because he says, you know, can you try one when you're a little more frustrated? Boom, I had it right. Now try one where you, where where you're you're more, you're giving him a warning. You know, it's more of a warning that you're, you know. So it was all there, and uh, you know, and even if they hadn't, it, it would have, it, it still would have, uh, it still helped. You know, enrich. Uh, the uh,
0: the performance. Well, Javier, so this has been this has been a great a great deal of fun for me, and I truly appreciate your time coming on the show today and and giving us uh, you know an insight into what it is that you do as an actor in the real world in the professional world of Hollywood and movies and TV, and um, I I thank you greatly.
1: Well, Steve, uh, this was so much fun, and uh, you know now, like I said, you you've You've uh, kind of made me uh, uh, get uh, uh, you know uh, get better at what I do. Cause, you know, you're always learning. Yeah, that's a, that's one thing. You you keep learning. Uh, I, I real quick, uh, you remember Will, William Shallard who played, uh, the Patty Duke's father yes. on the on the Patty Duke show. I was in an acting class with him. He was 75 years old and he wow. was still taking acting classes. In Stephen Books, he was in Stephen Books class. And it was amazing, and he'd always been like a hero of mine. And, you know, tell the people to look it up. I'm sure people, you know, if you're under 25, he did he did, you know, he did
0: ten, ten bajillion things.
1: Yes, he did. Um, you know, and so, but you know, keep keep stay in classes, keep working out. Uh, you know, that's that's the best advice: is stay in shape, uh, in you know, in in acting shape or in vocal shape or. Uh, in writing shape, keep just keep always always do a little something every day of of what of, your of what your, uh, of, of what your uh, focus is. Anyway. Truly,
0: no. I- truly important and valuable advice indeed. Well, Javier, thank you very much for, for spending some time with us today, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon.
1: Steve, it was uh, this was this was a, such a treat. Thanks so much, man. Take care. All right, you too.
0: TODAY'S STORY BEAT TIP. HERE'S A LITTLE HOLLYWOOD SECRET. ALL MEMORABLE STORIES ARE CHARACTER STUDIES. TO BE WORTHY OF OUR TIME AND ATTENTION, STORIES MUST BE ABOUT THE STRUGGLES OF GREAT ACTORS IN CONFLICT. BUT WHEN PITCHING A STORY TO A PRODUCER, A STUDIO OR NETWORK EXECUTIVE, OR or TO A DIRECTOR, STAR, AGENT, OR MANAGER, NEVER USE THE WORDS CHARACTER STUDY UNLESS THE OTHER PERSON USES IT FIRST. IT CAN BE THE KISS OF DEATH IN A MEETING. Why's that? The term character study tends to connote low budget, art house fare that may not attract much money at the box office. For every so-called small movie that makes it big, like Napoleon Dynamite or The Blair Witch Project, there are literally hundreds of duds that fare poorly at the box office. I do recommend that you write your screenplay as a deep study of character, a great character study. Whether it's intended as a major summer tent pole or as a micro budgeted personal exploration, just avoid selling it that way. And so we've come to the end of another episode of StoryBeat. My thanks, as always, to the Center for Media Innovation on the campus of Point Park University, without whose support this program would not be possible. Until next time, I'm Steve Cuden, and may all your stories be unforgettable.